we got my guy Dino in the building. Dino, look like you just came from my rack, brother. Yeah, like you I... just came from serving, brother. What's going <laughs> on, my guy? I, I How you did, doing? Bro. Hopped off work, had to hop on the pod. You know, it's been a minute, but you know, we had a big fight this weekend, so you know, Dino came out. I gotta show out to talk about my boy Canelo. And man, it's good to see everybody again, yo. It's been a minute. Now, it's good to see you too, my guy. I'm looking forward to it. You know, my guy Dino is serving people at work and he's here to serve the people. That's an American brother right there. You can't have it any other way. Now, what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna move into the sport of boxing because a fight happened on Saturday that we gotta talk about right now. As we all know, Canelo Alvarez defeated Jamel Charlo, dominated him, unanimous decision. And we're going to talk about it right now. So the question that we have is, should we be disappointed in Jamel Charlo's performance against Canelo Alvarez? And Dino, you being the Canelo fan here on this show, the mic is yours to kick us off. Uh, well, you know, we should be disappointed in Jamel Charles. Just like uh, Terrence Crawford came out and said, he goes, you just laid down and let him be you. It looked like you were trying to survive. You weren't even trying to fight. So I say, yeah, we got to be disappointed in Jamel Charles because he's undisputed champion coming in, fighting for belts that he would have gained if he won. And he got washed. I think I only had him winning like one or two rounds. I mean, it was just a complete lopsided victory for Canelo. Canelo was very clinical. He landed so much more of his punches. And he always had Charlo on the back foot. Charlo didn't seem like he had any control of the fight whatsoever at any point. And it was like I expected more out of Charlo than what we saw. So now I guess it kind of asks – you know, is it more Canelo being great or is it Charlo being bad? I think you throw a little bit of both in there, but uh, definitely disappointing on Jamel Charlo's end for sure because I expected more fireworks than what we saw. All right. Who we'll want to go? You know, Next. I'm not I'm not disappointed in Charlo's performance because this is the fighter he's been his entire career. He don't push the tempo. He kind of waits. He holds back, and he waits to get that perfect counterpunch to knock a guy out and hit him. Um, You know, he, he's not accustomed to a guy – pressing him the entire fight, and being able to take shots. That's what Canelo was talking about. He said, you've never been in this type of fight before. This is my fight. And Canelo pushed him the entire fight, despite Charlo throwing jabs, despite Charlo trying to throw combinations later in the fight. It didn't matter. Canelo was going to keep pressing him towards the ropes and then throwing anything he wanted to throw. The fighter who normally presses the fight is the guy who wins, the guy who presses the issue because it puts the um, other guy on their back foot, and they're not being invasive, and they're getting worried. They don't know how close they are to the ropes. They can't really look back. They're worried about what's going to happen. And this is an issue with Charlo. You know, Charlo thought he was ready to fight Canelo. He thought he had the sauce because he was taller than him. He had a longer on um, wingspan reach. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Canelo's going to press up on you. He's going to throw the punches he wants to throw. He's going to hit you with that liver shot later in the round, and you're going to be gassed out. You know, you're going to be out there saying no mas. And this is Charlo. You know, Charlo's a great promoter. You go out there and talk the bet like you could talk like no other on in boxing in terms of getting a payday. But when it comes to the being in the ring, you haven't fought the competition that lives up to the Canelo Alvarez standard. You haven't even seen Caleb Plant. Like you haven't seen guys in that caliber that fought that fought Canelo Alvarez. So in in that regard, you know I wasn't disappointed. It was just like all right, let's see if we can make a miracle happen. But if not, I already know how this fight's gonna go. You don't throw for value. You wait for the counter punch, and you're trying to bank on your power to knock this guy out. It wasn't going to happen. It didn't happen. And we've seen him get knocked down for the second time in his career. Yeah. Uh, Charlo, it was It was just, you know, when you play Monopoly, you get your 200 pass go. You know, you get your money and go. He just got his money and went, man. Like, he wasn't trying to press the issue. It looked like he was fighting more to survive than actually, like, I'm going to try to come up here and pull off this, this huge upset 
So it was just, you know, very disappointing. But we all know he's not even a better brother. So we can understand that he was, like, given this opportunity to step in the ring with Canelo, get this type of bag, and, you know, he took advantage of it. But it was just disappointing as a boxing fan because you were like, man, you have to attack. Like, you're just sitting back allowing the guy who's the bigger name, the bigger fighter, to be the aggressor. Uh, you know, he didn't get hit with too many crazy shots other than the one that led to uh, his knockdown. But, you know, you were just hoping that he was going to try to do a little bit more. But clearly he went in with a plan. His plan was to survive, you know, to maybe he could tell people, hey, I was able to go uh, 12 rounds with Canelo. And then he got the nerve after the fight to call out the guy that's possibly better than Canelo and Crawford. So it's just a lot of clown things went on uh, there in Las Vegas. So let's see who he's going to fight next. But, you know, I just wasn't a fan that he didn't go out there and try to steal this bout from Canelo. You know, just fighting the way that he did was very disappointing. Yeah, I'm not disappointed. I agree with Zay. You know, let's keep it a bean. This guy picked up a check. That was his goal. When you look at 154, that weight class, there's not a lot of names over there. I mean, who could you fight that realistically could give you the payday that Mr. Mayday, Canelo, who fights in May a lot, could give you? It's not happening. So you look at his resume, Tony Harrison, you know, Lubin. I'm talking about the last couple of fights. Brian Castellano. None of those guys are a prerequisite to Canelo. That was carefully picked management by his team to allow him to accumulate the wins to get a payday against Canelo, which that opportunity came sooner rather than he thought, and he jumped on that. That's why. So it was always about the check, not the respect, and that's why I already knew what was going to be the result in this fight. You told him about a guy moving up in two weight classes. Canelo has fought, you know, um, light heavyweights, you know, got yeah. hit by the hardest puncher in Triple G. What makes you think that Charlo was going to knock this cat out, better yet, survive? You know, Canelo has arguably the greatest chin in boxing, so he was not going to get knocked out, and you're definitely not going to get a decision in the state of Nevada against Canelo. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that when you look at this fight, you know, Canelo clearly was cutting off the ring. We know that that's what he does best. He throws yeah. the power shots. But, you know, there was no adjustments made by Derrick James once again. Now, this is a guy that won coach of the year, you know, because he have a lot of talented fighters. But when it's time for him to earn his stripes and show why he is coach of the year, he's not able to make adjustments. As we saw with the Crawford in the Spence fight, he didn't make adjustments in this yeah. fight. He was just yelling at Charlo to throw more. He didn't tell him how to upset Canelo off balance, how to wrinkle in some counters. Occasionally, we saw a combination, you know, from um, Charlo, occasionally, rarely, and that was it. None of the shots he threw hurt Canelo at all. So it was just like a predator coming after his prey. I'm going to walk you down, and I'm going to throw these body shots. Can you take it? And the goal, right, because I don't know – if the goal was that he really thought he was going to win this fight, I have reason to believe it was about the check. But if it was about the respect in the beginning, when he got hit, it wasn't about that no more. It was about surviving and going the distance, okay, and making himself look presentable in the words that you said, Mikel, I didn't get knocked out. Caleb Plant got knocked out, and he's mm -hmm. bigger than me. I didn't get knocked out. I survived. And that's why I'm not disappointed because I know the devil in the detail now I wasn't expecting anything further or less. And it's like at, in his corner, what can you really do when your fighter, like, 
that's why you know I can't blame too much of his corner because clearly the training camp that they had did nothing to you know possibly prepare him. But it just came down to a fighter saying, "Hey, I need you to go out there and throw and challenge this guy." You know that whole Crawford Spence thing that was just a wash. Spence looked like he was drained. Crawford was clearly the better fighter. But this fight, if his guy would have actually went out there and throw and been willing to take some hits, like you said, maybe get knocked out, he would have been able to, you know, maybe leave out on the shield. But clearly, since round one, he was out there just saying, like, I am going to do whatever I need to do to survive. He probably went, hell, he probably went to the club after with his brother because his face wasn't beat up, because he wasn't challenged too much. He was just in the ring, like, I'm going to get this check. I'm chilling. I don't care what any of y'all say. I'm going to take this L. I'm going to call out Crawford, and that's going to be that. But, you know, you you want to see more from um, a boxer of, of uh, Charlo's level to at least try to give somebody like Canelo a challenge. Because if he would have came in and gave the energy and tried to attack early and made it a fight, we possibly could have got a rematch where he could have got another big check. But clearly, he didn't care about that. So it was just, you know, disappointing to see Charlo, you know, show up like that. Um, so hopefully Canelo's next fight can be a, a, a bout against somebody who want to actually challenge him and, you know, attack him. Do you well, know? that's what I was going to say, too. I, I think Mikel hit the nail on the head in the sense, like, you expect more out of Charlo in a fight of that magnitude. Two undisputeds going at it, and Charlo could have won uh, all the belts in Canelo's weight class at 168, and the effort was just flat. And if you watch the fight close enough, when Charlo was throwing his, uh, some of his combinations, actually most, it looked like he was uh, he was holding his punches, you know? He was kind of like – he wasn't looking like to connect all the way out and put himself out there. He was kind of – he was holding them a little bit. And mm-hmm. that just relates to the effort. And, you know, Leal, I agree with you as well in the sense that, you know, Derek James, he wins coach of the year. But, you know, this year he's 0 for 3 in those mega fights. You know, Javante yeah. and Ryan, that was an easy beat down for Tank. Uh, Crawford Spence, another lopsided victory. And now this one, too. That's three lopsided victories for his fighters. So, like, and he going to have AJ versus Wilder. AJ about to get and, 10. And so he's he going to go 0 for 4. 4. He's going to go yeah. 0 for 4. And then he's going to get a, uh, and AJ's going to get finished. So, yeah, he's going to be tired. Yeah, really got to consider, like, you know, like, where where's the level really at here? And like, I'm not trying to disrespect him because obviously he's a, a good coach, but. You know, 0 for 3 in the mega fights that kind of says something this year when, you know, we've been blessed as boxing fans. As Leo, we've been talking about for years, finally get the big fights, and now he's in three of them, and his fighters are 0 for 3. Yeah, I want to talk about what's next for Canelo Alvarez and Jamal Charlo or Jamel Charlo, and I would love to start this one off and say, you know, you can I got next. next. I got next. Yeah, I bet, bet, bet. Now, it's interesting because you can see a world where they're chasing the same fight. Terrence Crawford, because obviously there's a mutual, you know, I don't know if it's a beef, but maybe trash talking going on with Crawford and Charlo. Obviously, that fight seems likely to me, but you also got Terrence Crawford trying to get the fight with Canelo, moving up three weight divisions to fight Canelo. And maybe Canelo opts to fight him as well. Terrence Crawford could be in the books for both of these guys in the future. But I think, I mean, Jamel Charlo should face Terrence Crawford. I think that makes the most sense. I think that's reasonable expectations right there. Um, you know, him coming back to 154 at his own habitat instead of trying to, you know, move up 
you know, and, and pick up a check, he could come back and get a name that um is the biggest name at that weight. If Terrence Crawford moves up to 154, he'd be the biggest name by far in that list over there. But with Canelo, I want to focus on him. I want to keep in on him. Listen, I'm sick and tired of the excuses, okay? He's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. Anybody that calls Canelo overrated, that's pushing it. You, calm down. Pushing it. He's not overrated. Is he a little basic? Yeah, possibly, you know, because he throws a lot of power shots. We don't really see him jab a lot. We didn't see it against Bivol. We rarely seen it here. We didn't need to see it here, really. Obviously, what he did worked. Is he basic? Kind of, right? Because Spence was basic. And both of those guys, they rely on being bigger and stronger than you, you know, to physically wear you down. And we saw with a technical boxer like Crawford how he was able to call my phone and obviously yeah. um stop, you know, Elvis Spence. And we saw how, you know, it's levels to the boxing science. So I, I, I really do feel like he needs to fight David Benavides if you want me to cut to the chase. He needs right. to. It needs to happen next. That's the fight that everybody want to see. And if you're the man of the people, if you're a fighter for the people like you claim to be, if the people are clamoring a fight with David Benavides, you make that happen. Every time they bring it up, I'm not scared of nobody. I fight anybody. Okay, then fight. Everybody's saying fight that guy. You fight that guy. Whether or not you think you could beat him in, in five rounds or you get whatever, fight that guy. If you're a man of the people and the people is clamoring for you to fight David Benavides, you fight him. You know, he got a fight with Andre coming up. There's no reason why Canelo should not fight the winner. One more point real quickly here, right? When you look at Canelo in the list of African-American fighters he fought since Mayweather, right? Danny Jacobs um, in 2019, rate drained, by the way. He was rate drained. Um, he rehydration clause. Number two, who was the next one? It was um, Danny Jacobs and it was somebody that I can't remember. It was another guy. I think it might have been Charlo is the second guy. Two weight divisions he moved up, right? Fight Andrade if Andrade wins or fight David Benavides, okay? And give a fight that's going to be more competitive and that people want to see. And that's why I'll leave it. You know, I think uh interesting topic. I think Charlo and Crawford fight because if Charlo and Crawford fight, I believe that would be for the undisputed at 154. And if mm -hmm. Crawford wins that fight, I believe he will become the only fighter, if I'm not mistaken, in boxing history. To have three different weight classes on disputed belts. Mm -hmm. uh, then that's when him and Canelo gets very interesting because Canelo has been teasing and taunting Crawford talking about how small he is. So if he goes to 154 and he gets that undisputed belt and then you got Canelo versus Crawford, that is the closest to the biggest payday in boxing we've seen in quite some time in real yep. time. You know, I know Mayweather and Pacquiao got $100 million. That could be in the same realm in terms of a Canelo and Crawford fight, that's going to be a close to, if not surpass a hundred million dollar fight, because you got a guy who's in a three, three weight classes, undisputed finding Canelo Alvarez, the biggest name in boxing. But also I believe that uh, Benavides or Andrade, whoever wins that fight goes against Canelo. So I think that also is definitely in play. Um, if That Crawford, should be in play. That's Canelo got two more too. fights. He got two more fights on that deal. But it's also he should fight the winner. Like why nah, forget forget about Spence. Sorry, forget about this guy. I mean Canelo, that, Canelo could go. He got he got two more fights on his deal. He should fight the win of Andre Benavides next, and then Crawford in the third fight after Crawford do what you just said, beat Charlo. That should be the third fight. But what if Canelo pulls a sneaky one? Like, all right, I want to fight Spence next. 
Nah, because they was they was ruined to fight a while ago too. He goes, yeah, nah, I, I don't want to fight Crawford. I, I fight don't Spence. know anymore though. Spence got nothing to offer anymore besides the name. Yeah, and he might lose again to Crawford. Well, he will lose again to Crawford. As much. long as Canelo avoids uh, Bivol, you know, I think he will be he will be good because I don't think that's a test that he want to take again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like I'm hopeful that we can see a Canelo uh, Benavidez fight if Benavidez can take care of business. Cinco de Mayo. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, oh my god! It, 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 will, it will be uh, huge, uh, especially for you know the culture there. Like that, it will be crazy. I'm here in LA. I know it'll be so turned up that entire weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you know that fight can happen. Then after that, whether Crawford take care, you know, fight Spence again and take care of him, or he goes and smacks up Charlo, which I believe he would do. Uh, I think next year we have to get a Crawford. Canelo fight, uh, like Zay said, it's it's Mayweather Pacquiao, like it's the biggest fight that you can get. And now Crawford, after that performance that he just gave, is such a big name. If he can do it again or close to it against Spence or Charlo, his name is going to be so hot that we have to see that happen. And I don't know if you guys are UFC fans. That's what I think the difference is. The UFC makes sure that these fights happen when the names are really hot to where boxing sometimes these guys can find loopholes and avoid each other until it's too late. So I'm hoping that we can see Canelo Benavidez. If he could take care of business that, you know, we can see him versus Crawford. Cause it's a fight that boxing needs. Hey, Dino, is it Dino's turn on the mic? I'm no, biting my tongue. Well, okay. Okay. Here we go. So I agree with Zay in the sense that Charlo, they, he got to fight Crawford now. For Crawford to be undisputed in three weight classes, mm-hmm. like that's literally unheard of. And with the potential to go do it in a fourth is even more crazier. So that's the fight we got to see at 154 because forget all the Spence stuff. That was way too lopsided of a beatdown. Like we don't want to see the rematch, okay? You want to go, Spence, go get right, you know, fight a couple different fighters, get some tune-ups or something. Go do that in the meantime. But right now we need to see Bud and Charlo, even though I know Bud doesn't want it, and rightfully so from his defense, because it's like, yo, like this dude just got washed in the biggest fight of his career. Like, why would I want to fight this guy? Yeah. However, when you put the belts on the line for another undisputed title, I think Bud ends up taking it. I think Bud will be the A side in a way, and I think he'll go and he'll take those belts from uh from Charlo. Now, here's where it gets interesting, and I know Leo's not gonna like this, but Canelo is not fighting David Benavidez next. Because the fight that Dino Stradamus has been calling for, Benavidez and Andrade, Demetrius Andrade, is going to shock the world. And he's going to beat David Benavidez by unanimous decision. Wow. And Demetrius I, I Andrade is getting the one. Canelo fight. I, I, I ain't night. mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that, Dino. Like I said, that fight is 50-50 to me. Little it's so 50-50. Archives, he wants that fight. He's been calling for that Listen, fight for years now. <laughs> that fight is so 50-50. 50 set couldn't pick it. Literally, I it mean, is. it's it's really close. I'm just so happy yeah. it's being made. I just hope he fights like the it, winner. It's perfect for both of them because it's like okay, like they both been like, oh, can I get a name? Can I get a name? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Benavidez got planned early this year, which was another mm-hmm. great fight this year. Yeah, and now they're going against each other, which is such a matchup that I like. I'm so happy it's coming, and I think Andrade's going to come out on top. That's my that's my prediction. And I think Andrade's going to get the shot at Canelo in May, and then after that, I think if the dominoes fall. If the stars align and Bud and Canelo win their next fights, mm-hmm. then I, as long as Spence don't get in the way, 
is if they win their next fights and the stars align, then we see Canelo and Bud the end of next year mm-hmm. going for the Canelo's belt. And that I got to give Bud the upper hand. I think Bud wins it right now. I think he wins it. So we'll see how the stars align. But in somewhere, some way, we could see a perfect fairy tale, uh, whatever you want to call it, yellow brick road, whatever in boxing. And we see Bud go for his fourth undisputed title. Now that would be something. No, that and I, that is what's no. next for Canelo and Charlo because I think that just makes the most sense in mm-hmm. regards to anything else. I'm all for it. Listen, if like Canelo it. fights the winner of Andrade and Benavides, I'll be happy because now that Benavides and Andrade fight means much more than it already yeah. is to the regular boxing fan that watches the sport. The real boxing fan that watches that sport that know how 50 50 that fight is, it gives it more meaning knowing that on the back end, the winner fights Canelo. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Please like and subscribe for all the up to date content. We're, we've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, or leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas, nothing's a dumb question.